podcast is sponsored by Faf. Alongside their range of amazing sewing machines, they have a selection of brilliant overlocker and cover stitch machines. If you're ready to take your sewing to the next level, then we really recommend you have a look at Faf's range of overlockers. If you've always been intimidated by threading an overlocker machine, then Faf's air threading models are for you. We sell the full range of Faf machines, so do get in touch if you've got any questions. Hello and welcome back to the New Craft House podcast. With me, Rosie, and with, with me, <laughs> Rosie listens to this podcast and she's just listened to that intro and is trying to steal it. Um, Let's do it again. With me, Rosie, and with her, Hannah. <laughs> I think I'm meant to say the Hannah, actually. Yeah, you are. With me, Rosie, and with her, Hannah. Well, okay. welcome back. We have been on quite a long hiatus and we've just been thinking about why that is and we've decided that is actually all Marigold's fault. Hannah's six-month-old baby. <laughs> so we basically stopped around the time that I got pregnant. And I have since then had had the baby, been off for six months, and now I've been back at work. I've been back one week now. Yes. And we thought, you know, we want to do the podcast, so it's about time that we actually pull our fingers out. Yeah, because we get it. messages quite often being like, when is it coming back? Are you have, do you have any plans to do it? Or I've just found it, listened to all the episodes and don't have any more. Um, we also had some feedback saying, sounds a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we have we, a we've got a microphone. So hopefully you can tell that with this proper mic now, um, hopefully the sound is better. Yeah. Is it? Let us know. <laughs> let us know, yeah. Do let us know. And if there's anything you want us to change, let us know and we'll tell Fred. <laughs> <laughs> and probably ignore it. <laughs> It might take us two more seasons to correct it. Yeah. Negative feedback. But we're excited to be back. We are doing a catch-up episode today. So it's going to be like what I've been up to, what Rosie's been up to, updates with the business. Just, just uh, yeah, getting everything, all, all of you up to speed with where we're at. And then future episodes should be more specific. More structured. More structured. Just let us ease into it, guys. <laughs> Um, so should we get started then? Yeah. How are you, Rosie? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's been a weird year, you know? So we're in June 2023, in case you're listening to this at a different time. And Hannah basically went on maternity leave in December. So it's been six months without her at the business. And around the same time, decided to get divorced. <laughs> So my business partner and my husband exited my life at the same time <laughs> and yeah, I was left to um, deal with stuff. <laughs> um, I joke, but you know, it's been a bit of a weird year, but actually very positive. It's been really nice and divorce does not have to be a negative thing. Like when I, when we were deciding to get divorced, it was nice to hear of other people who had done it or were doing it. So yeah. It's all good. Happy and glad Hannah's back, but it's been a really nice six months, actually. Yeah. <laughs> You've done a lot of sewing. I have done a lot of sewing. So partly, part of the whole getting divorced thing, sharing custody, I have two children, if you don't know, um, is that I've been spending some nights in London and sometimes sleeping at the studio. And actually, that's just a lot of you sewing keep time. keep that under wraps. That ain't in our lessons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I actually cancel it, listen. Um, but yeah, so like everyone leaves at 5pm and then I'm like, okay, I've got all this fabric, all these machines, 
obviously should sew. So I have sewn quite a lot. I've made, um, well, you'll have seen it all on Instagram anyway, if you follow us, but things like slip dresses. I did a nice one in blue silk, the saltwater slip dress, and then recently made one of those in like this metallic knit fabric we've got, which by the way, is amazing. I was trying to explain it on Instagram, like how nice it is, but it's so drapey. It's got this really lovely shimmer and it feels really nice to wear. So Slinky. It's slinky, yeah. Just something a little bit special, but actually it's really easy to sew with still. Uh, I made a valley top, which I've been wanting to make for ages. So that was nice to do that in a Liberty. Oh, that's another thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> added to the list. Um, some bias skirts. A few things that just, you know, make me feel nice. Lingerie. Yeah, I've been sewing a lot of our lingerie patterns, which we'll talk about in a bit. But yeah, we launched our own lingerie patterns and I've made a lot of those. And actually, pretty much all my lingerie now are those patterns. The pants are so good, so easy to sew. I can sew a pair in like less than 10 minutes now. And yeah, I mean, the best part about owning a fabric business is just having all this fabric and being able to sew all the time. So I've been making more of that this year. It's also like a really nice feeling when you're in the studio on your own. But I used to love it sometimes when everyone everyone left. We've got an amazing team and we really love our team. Um, they're brilliant. But if you stay past five and then everyone goes, it's just like dead quiet in here. And if you're on your own, you can, even if when me and Rosie were here, it wasn't the same. When you're literally on your own in here, mm. you can get so much done. Yeah. Because it's, it's really set up peaceful to sew. Yeah, it's so different to sewing at home. Like, everything is just there that you need. You can use, like, multiple machines. If you want to use different thread colours. <laughs> yeah, top stitching. Yeah, you just have them all there. Get a nice takeaway. It's very luxurious, actually. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing that. And a few other things. I passed my driving test. Woo! At the age of 33, <laughs> I did it. Uh, which has been really good. I needed it, obviously, now more so with the children at home. But it's just given me a nice bit of freedom. And you can go wherever you want, whenever you want. Pretty much. Except I'm still scared of that motorways. It doesn't but. involve a motorway. <laughs> yeah, I have done, I have been on a motorway now <laughs> with some assistance, but yeah, I'll get there. One day I'll drive to work just like to do it. <laughs> you have to pay about £24 to park your car on our street though. Is it? Something mad like that for the day. Cheaper than the train. That's true. <laughs> It's true. One day. Of all the things you've made, what's your favourite? Oh. Well, this skirt that I'm wearing right now has been getting a lot of wear. It's the Chloe Bias skirt by Soften Studio. And often with bias cut skirts, they're quite slinky and you feel maybe like you don't want to wear them every day. But this one's got a bit more volume in it. So it's very wearable and in a nice bright pink linen. So I've just been wearing that a lot while it's been hot. Probably that. And the underwear, because I wear the underwear all the time. Oh, yeah, I put on my list that I was going to tell everybody about Too Good To Go. It's been a big part <laughs> of the last six months. If you haven't got the Too Good To Go app and you live in London, probably it's much better. Everybody, How does it work? Okay, so all, like, the local cafes or restaurants can put their leftover food on there and you go and get a surprise bag of food for around £3, usually. Extra good if you're around some good bakeries. And then you can just feast on it for days. But there you go, that's my plug. <laughs> I'm not affiliated with the app in any way, but I love it. <laughs> um, we, she has tempted me into a couple, and yeah. there are some really good ones to be had. I'm vegan, and actually I get excited even when I can't eat any of it, because it's just quite exciting to take it home and give to Fred. Yeah. <laughs> 
he's enjoying it. I think our whole business is built on this kind of thing. Getting what? like leftovers. Leftovers. Yeah, surprise why we like it. That's why we used to love going to sample sales and things before we even started the business. Treasure hunting. Treasure hunting. We love yeah. treasure hunting. No, uh, rubbish hunting. Rubbish hunting, yeah. <laughs> um, any other updates? Have uh, you been doing any other making because other than sewing? Because all of my list is stuff that I've been making that isn't actually sewing. I actually have... Well, no. Over winter, I did make a balaclava for Iris. I knitted it. It's the petite knit... Sun, no, November balaclava or Sunday balaclava? One of those. And I've half made myself a matching one. So I will get that In finished the same yarn. for next... Yeah. For next oh, winter. Okay. Yeah, I will do that. I need to get back on the knitting a little bit. Haven't... Not in summer. Not at the moment, no. Yeah. That's it. So what about you? What's been going on? So I went off on maternity in December. Mm-hmm. And gave birth to a little girl called Marigold. Um, she is the happiest little baby. I feel like we've been eased into parenthood because she's so chilled out. She doesn't really cry. So early on I was Googling why doesn't my baby cry. <laughs> That's my favourite thing to tell people. Right. I say, Hannah's got a really chilled baby. She actually used to Google why does my baby not cry. <laughs> and Fred used to say she can cry, she just doesn't want to. And I wasn't convinced. Then one day he just like ignored her. <laughs> Not not for too long, but then he sent me a video of her crying, and then he was like, "This is the evidence I'm going to show you when you're freaking out that your baby doesn't cry." Yeah, um, but she still doesn't really cry. When she's not happy, she goes, <coughs> and she actually had a sickness. One day I was we, we were coming home from swimming, and she got upset in her pram, and she shed one tear. And I thought this is really weird. I didn't know what was going on. I got out of pram, carried her the rest of the way home, and then that night. She projectile vomited and she had a sickness bug. So she cat <laughs> something did tip her over the edge. But yeah, she's only cried one tear in her life. So I feel like we've been really eased into it. Um, and she sleeps all right. We're doing, yeah, we're in our flow now. And then I came back to work a week and a half ago. And it's really nice to be back. I had six months off, which I know is probably less than a lot of people take, but the same as what Rosie took. And actually we aren't in the office we don't work really long days and we're not in the office every day of the week and it's it was quite nice coming back yeah um I always felt like I did it twice and it was nice after like the initial shock of leaving your baby yeah it's just actually quite nice for your headspace to get some time yeah even just getting on the bus without her and you know you can think about something else listen to a podcast twigs has just had what might be the worst six months of her life. Um, when we came home from the hospital, she like walked over, sniffed her, <laughs> and had this look of disgust. If you don't know, Twigs is my dog who's six now. So for a long time, it was like just me and Twigs living together. Um, yeah, so she's had a bit of a shocker, but she likes Marigold and she, yeah, is is set, settling into her new role aka one peg down yeah the bottom <laughs> rung <laughs> the bottom, yeah. um she accepts that's what's going to happen now that's fine um but yeah she's back at work with me now and is if you come by the shop in the week you'll see her she just lies in her bed in the window is so happy to be back when i last when we last recorded for the podcast i was living on the boat still um, and I sold my boat. The plan was always for me to sell the boat and move off last summer. So I did do that. Um, 
I used to live on a narrowboat called Dolly and she has a new owner now. I moved off in September. So I only actually had a few months living on land without um, a baby. So I had these big grand plans for like doing loads of sewing and having this little sewing room and I didn't do any of it. So, oh well. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> um, we, before, before we started recording, we were trying to think of all the things we've made and Rosie's made probably the most you've made in years yeah, in the last six months. Yeah. Like you've made so much stuff. I mean, we should do it all and like yeah, actually figure out. out exactly how much it is because I bet you it's like a full little wardrobe. Yeah. Um, and I, on the other side of the coin, is that a saying? Not flip really. Flip side that. of the coin? Mm, yeah, I think it's a saying. Um, I have made nothing. Well, I actually just thought and I've made a little list. So I did, I was knitting um, a baby romper when I was pregnant and then I finished it when she was like two weeks old and she was quite a big baby when she was born. So I had to stretch it around her and it just about fit. And I also finished knitting a hat after she was born, but it never fitted. (laughs) It's a tiny little hat. I think it would fit an average size baby. She, was she had a, bit, a big head. She had a big head. That was another Google. <laughs> <laughs> um, she did have a big head and the hat never fit. So I don't know. If I ever know a baby with a little head. <laughs> hey, your baby's got a small head. I'll gift it on. <laughs> so I knit that. And then I, then I had like a couple of hours sewing when she was like two, three months old. And I made her and some of her little... My brother had a baby the day before us, actually. Um, so I made them both these like little crinkle rags with the little ribbons around. I don't know what it's mm. called. Like a sensory touchy thing. Yeah. I made a couple of them. I made four. I made some for a friend as well who had twins. And that was kind of it then. And then I didn't sew again for a while. But I have since made a linen skirt, which is actually the same as the one that Rosie just told you about, the Chloe Bias skirt. Um, so you can just chuck it on. And a Anthea in some Liberty as well. Which I'm yet to see. Yeah, I haven't put the buttons on it, actually. Mm. I made it, and it's really pretty, but then I was like, is this me? Because I love Liberty print, but then the florals, I'm always like, do I? am I that person who wants to wear florals? But I think a little um, Anthea. I changed the sleeves quite a bit, tucked in some jeans. Yeah. I'll finish it, it. I'll wear it next week. And then I did do a couple of other um, projects. I've started making a leather bag that's half made. Mm-hmm. So we'll finish that and you will see it at some point because it is leather thro- from our shop. And I also wove a willow wove a willow basket with my dad. My parents went on a willow weaving course, made these really cool foraging baskets. And then I started one and then I think I visited my parents like four times on my maternity leave. And every single time, my dad would re-soak what I'd done, and then I'd do a tiny little bit. And, yeah, that's still not actually finished. <laughs> um, but, yeah, those were my... Those have been my projects. And I think I sort of... Before I gave birth, I had my due date in the calendar, and I worked right up until the due date, and I had just moved in into Fred's flat, and so we were doing a lot of DIY and trying to paint and things, and then I think that used up all my last bit of energy. Yeah. I mean, everybody has this idea of maternity leave. Well, not everybody. But you feel like you'll have a bit of time to do stuff. But you just kind of don't. 
Yeah, I was one of those people who thought, everyone says they don't think about work, but I'll think about work mm. a little bit, or I'm going to do loads of sewing. But actually, yeah, you just don't do anything. No, you fully get absorbed in the Which baby. Which is nice. Yeah, it's nice. Um, so that is sort of where I am at. And I've been back at work, yeah, a week and a half. Had, like, been getting caught up on stuff. And it is really nice to be back. And on my first day back, Molly and Haley gave me a tour of all the fabric I'd missed. Um, there's some good stuff in the back. There's some good stuff in the back, yeah. And just, like, a general overview of the shop where stuff is. Like, I'd kind of forgotten a lot of stuff. And then a customer came in that afternoon and asked me where something was. And I tried to show her and then I was like, actually, no. <laughs> you need to speak to anyone else here but me. Because I don't know. <laughs> But I'll slowly pick back up on everything. Um, we're going to do like a big business catch up as well. Yeah. In a second, because quite a lot of stuff has changed since, definitely since we recorded the last episode. Mm. Um, and especially for people who haven't visited the shop, because I feel like it looks way nicer if you come in. You'll have seen some of the changes. Yeah. Yeah. But if you live far away, then you should visit. business this year the main thing well the main big thing this year was launching the lingerie patterns which we did in January so they were patterns that we got kind of as dead stock patterns I suppose it was a lingerie designer that shut down and they were based in Hackney and they like made everything in Hackney and really amazing patterns actually a lot of the team just wore their underwear anyway so we were quite excited to be able to get them, even though we were sad that they were shutting. Um, so we managed to buy all of their patterns and all of their leftover fabrics and trims and stuff as well. So it, that was maybe last summer that we did that? It was a long time ago. We bought the patterns, yeah, it must have been like last June. Yeah, like a year ago, yeah. Yeah. And it took a long time to go through all the files and extract the things we need and format them for people to actually be able to sew them themselves. But they're amazing patterns. So the bras go from a 26A to a 42J or 44J. I think it's 42J. Yeah, Hannah's going to check. But it's a really big size range and that's inclusive. So if you buy the bra, you get all of those sizes. Um, And then the pants, the brand actually didn't do a huge size range. I think it was 6 to 20 or something. And we've extended that. To go up to a 34, UK 34. Yeah, um, 26A to a 42 double J. 42 double J, yeah. And they're both soft cut bras, but they work really well for big busts as well. So it's actually really nice bras to wear for all sizes. We've called them the same names that the company called them. So we've got the Ren and the Ava. Yeah. And we even bought the model photos from them. So some people who know the brand probably recognise those. But they're just our favourite bra patterns, essentially. So there's two bras, the Ren and the Ava. And then we released three briefs as well. Thong, hipster and high waist brief. Kind of something for every occasion or every outfit. We've always, for years, we've been saying we'll do some lingerie patterns. They've... Bra making's been our most popular class by far. 
um, for like six years now. At least six more than that. Yeah, how long has it been? So we've we went we were full time since twenty fifteen. Yeah. And then we were doing the classes about a year after that, so like seven years, yeah. Yeah. Um and so we've always been saying we'll do some bra patterns, we'll do some bra patterns. We've had a go at drafting our own ones, but anyone who has tried to draft a bra, bra pattern is extremely difficult. And finding some finding a pattern cutter who does lingerie is also really difficult. Um, so when we saw that the company that we bought the bra patterns from had gone into administration, it seemed like we were like, oh, well, it's worth asking. And it's all worked out brilliantly. Yeah. Because basically we wanted to get their bras back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we wanted to make them for ourselves. Um, And it was so good to be able to get all the fabrics that they actually used and made these bras and pants in so they're perfect for them we've got all the meshes and the smooth jerseys all the elastics and they've been these patterns these were two of their original bra patterns and they've been around for years and they've sold thousands of them so in terms of like the testing of a sewing pattern it's done to a level that we could never ever do yeah so we felt it's like the most confident we could ever be in a pattern yeah they are um like amazing bras and the pants as well if you've never sewn lingerie it's not something that you actually need to be scared of you can sew it on a regular machine just need a zigzag stitch and a microtex or stretch needle um yeah it's not as hard as you would think um so that was back in january that the patterns came out yeah, and we also did kits alongside them. So with all those fabrics and materials, we made up kits for the bras and the pants so you could buy everything you needed to make them. And originally, well, in January, we just had a pink colorway. And then a bit after that, we did green. There's still, I think there's pink. No, I don't think there's any pink left, but there's a few green left, although they're nearly gone. And then a few months later, we did a spring special which was like really pale pink mesh with an aqua and pink elastics um and when we were making it somebody i was like sharing sneak peeks on instagram and somebody messaged like oh it looks like the trans pride flag i was like so it does and it happened to be trans pride month so we ended up donating 10 percent of the sales in that first month from those kits to two charities that support trans rights, Mermaids and Stonewall UK. So that was a nice thing. Felt like all the stars aligned for that. Will we have any more kits coming soon? Yeah, so the thing with the kits for these is quite complicated because the fabric and the elastics that we've got left from the brand, we don't have like everything in each of the colors so it's a case of like trying to mix and match things together to make something that looks nice or perhaps sourcing from somewhere else or like our other haberdashery section um it's hard because everything's dead stock so it's not like we can just go and order loads of elastic to no one color um but we could do that but we don't want to be doing that yeah it doesn't make sense to us so yeah, but there will definitely be more kids. It's just a case of us figuring some out. And there will also be more lingerie patterns coming. So when we bought those, when we bought the patterns, we bought all of their patterns. 
So if you're familiar with the brand then and there's one you really like, it's probably going to come at some point. I think the next one we're going to do is a crop style. Yeah. Um, which has is in the full size range again and goes up and is really supportive. Yeah. Um, even in the bigger cups. And we're going to bring it out with another one or two knicker styles. Yeah, we were looking at the Brazilian one. Yeah. So they should be coming later in the year. Another really exciting thing happened while I was on maternity. That had been a long, long time in the <laughs> making. This is like dream business achievement, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, I'll set the scene. <laughs> Me and Rosie and our friend were on holiday in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And we got an email from the well, head of production or... Not sure. Can't remember. Something, someone at Liberty saying that they had loads of dead stock and would we be interested in buying it? So we were like, uh, yeah. Would we be interested? <laughs> like, we've talked about this for years. <laughs> like the possibility of getting it and how we would. So yeah, we were so excited for that email. We We've, have had tiny bits of Liberty come through where another designer has used it. Yeah. Like we had some from Barber come when they used it for the linings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because lots of designers do use Liberty prints. But actually to be able to source dead stock directly from Liberty, that's a big deal and something they've never done before. Um, yeah, so it was like months actually yeah, of months emailing of, and yep. getting checked. Like they came and visited us and yeah. It was a lengthy process, but then eventually, I think it was March maybe, that we got our first load of Liberty. And actually, it was all stuff that's been used in Liberty's own product production. So things that they were making their own Liberty clothes out of and not stuff, not fabric that ever was available to buy previously. So that was even more exciting. And then with that, you get different fibres that aren't that they've never sold in the Mm -hmm. in the shop in the fabric section so we've got a delivery coming in a few weeks that has some really exciting prints and fabrics in Mm. so you'll see them coming up in the next couple of months yeah but that was real really really exciting and i'm really annoyed that i wasn't here for the day it arrived (laughs) it was just me and molly actually was it we were unwrapping them all standing them up it's very exciting any fabric delivery is really exciting because you don't we don't know what we're going to get so I can't believe I missed the one from Liberty, but I know there'll be more. Yeah, so that's fine. Um, before I went off, we did like a bit of a shop, Neaton. Mm. Um, we, we've always had loads of haberdashery, but we had no way to display it. So we wanted to try and get that so that people could shop it when they come in in person and that it's easier for the team to pack. If, you, if you'd been to the office before, we've got like the bit of the shop that people can walk around and then we've got a bit around the back where you don't really want to go <laughs> previously because it was such a mess. Mm. Now it's all been organised by Hayley, who I actually just realised is a new team member as well since the last podcast. Yeah, I think Hayley joined us in November maybe last year. So she is now product supervisor. She's in charge of sorting out all the fabric that comes in, arranging it into collections that drop twice a week, and also just sorting out the haberdashery stuff as well. Yeah, she's she amazing. Took over the role after Ellie left, um, but Ellie does still teach our some of our classes, so yeah, you'll um, still see her. You'll still see her around. Um, but yeah, it's gone undergone a big organized reorganization, 
much neater. It's great. And the shop is actually easy to shop. So sometimes a customer would be in before and be like, do you have any zips? And the answer was always yes, but they are <laughs> in a pile, <laughs> mixed in. And now we've got quite a lot of them up. I think there's still about, basically, if you want a zip, we probably have it. Yeah. And when they're all sorted and all put up on sale, you'll be able to get any zip you could ever want here. Including some really weird ones that you just don't even know you want, like two-tone neon pleather. Pleather. <laughs> yeah. For Open a raincoat. Yeah. Invisible zip. Yeah. <laughs> They'll have been custom made as well, so like you wouldn't actually be able to get them anywhere else. Really cool zips. But generally, all the haberdashery is way more easy to, easier to shop. And then we also made a new remnant wall. We've got a really big button wall now. Because, mm. again, we had thousands of buttons, but no way really to shop them and or display them. And such nice buttons. Like, loads yeah, of Corozo buttons. Really nice colours. Yeah. It's nice to be able to see them all. Especially when you're buying fabric and then you can match the buttons to the right colour. And it's all online as well. So, actually, you can shop it from home as well. Yep. So, that is like a bit of the shop update we the studio where we do our classes has stayed sort of the same we've swapped machines again so we are our classroom machines are provided by faf um and who we love the best sewing machines and we have just swapped from the seven expression 710 back down to a 630 yeah it's it's i mean it's an amazing machine still um but it's just slightly easier for people to use if they've never used a machine that was as advanced as the 710 basically yeah and for us because we have everything from like beginner classes to more advanced tailoring classes it does need to be a machine that a beginner yeah can sit at and a bit more intuitive yeah yeah great machines um but we have also had some changes with the classes yeah, so we always thought, or well, we've been thinking for a while, that we needed somebody to help us get more workshops in the calendar and kind of manage it a bit more. And we've ended up hiring Izzy, who is 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 so is so Bell is so Bell. I think if you've been to any of our events, you'll have met Izzy, and yeah, you if you're on Instagram, you'll have seen her. But she's great, and she's just doing. A few hours a week at the moment, but it's definitely helped us get more new things in the diary, in the calendar for workshops. So this summer, there's quite a few new things. We're doing a sheared dress class, which was really popular. So we put in another date. I think there's still a few available for that. Um, and more excitingly, we're doing some advanced things. So we're doing a five-day bespoke jacket tailoring course. Ellie's teaching that. It'll be really intensive, but amazing. That sold out quite quickly. So hopefully we'll get another date in for that later in the year. And Ellie's also doing a couture techniques deep dive. So things like hand-bound buttonholes and different types of hand stitching. It's just a one-day class that, but you'll get a lot of really amazing skills to elevate your me-maids, definitely. Um, And there's a few other things in the pipeline, like behind the scenes, so stay tuned. They'll definitely be coming out. We want to do more evening things, like talks with people and just exciting things and Izzy actually helped us so a few weeks ago we had our spring party and she helped a lot with organizing that and that was such fun night Hannah came back for it we had maybe like 80 people here everyone was wearing spring inspired dresses so we had a lot of florals a lot of pastels 
And it's just really fun. Like, I love the summer parties the most because it's still light. Everybody's, you know, don't have coats. Yeah. <laughs> they turn up in their it's dresses. It's hard to store 80 coats. It's hard to store 80 coats. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> One year we had these big coat racks and they all snapped because they got too heavy and there was just about 100 coats on the floor. It was in this big pile. It was horrible. The things you don't think about when you're planning events. Um, but that was really really nice party and really love to see everybody because we haven't had a party since October so yeah it's been a while and Amelia won the best handmade outfit she made a patchwork dress out of some hand dyed yeah, fabric beautiful. and an old tablecloth really beautiful um, so yeah that was an, oh and we got another party so that I, our next party went on sale a few weeks ago or last week actually and the theme is prom yeah, it's the best thing we've ever come up with. <laughs> We're all really excited about it here. Um, just mostly because it gives you an opportunity to sew a different type of outfit. Like yeah. we all make, everyone makes really pretty dresses, really pretty like short and trousers, trousers and jackets for the parties. But for prom, it's just up a notch. Yeah, and there's so many funny things we're gonna do, like spiked punch, balloon art. <laughs> yeah, it's just the whole theme is just fun. Um, and we will dig out an old prom photo because me and Hannah obviously went to school together. We did have a prom when we were 16 and wow, <laughs> yeah. we weren't looking our best. My dress was from CNA. It was a, a red poly satin strappy. It was like spaghetti straps, some slight like a little a like shaping. Um, shaping around the, the bust. Yeah, I think so. And then and it came to like mid calf. No, was it that long? I thought it was like just knee. below the knee. Yeah, it was, but definitely past my knee. It wasn't like really short. <laughs> it wasn't. And we were just thinking about our hair. And I, the basic vibe for prom is if you have curly hair, you straighten it. And if you're straight hair, you curl yeah, it. Because we're taught to hate our bodies. <laughs> so I went straight, and Rosie had the worst some curls. bad curls. <laughs> oh god, it was so bad. She curled them and then crunched it full of hairspray. Mm. They just didn't move. Why? You, um, your that. dress was really prommy. Yeah, it was. But everybody was wearing ball gowns. I mean, it was black at least. Black boob tube, I think. It had white on it as well. No, it didn't. I, I swear it had some I embroidery pro- or something across no, the top. No, you're thinking of someone else. It was plain. It was classy. I found the photo recently. I'll redig it out. Uh, it, yeah, and share it. I mean, that is 17, 17 years ago. Yeah. 18 years ago, basically. At least no one had smartphones or there would be a lot of footage from the night. Photos. Yeah, that's true. There's probably only yeah. two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and when is prom? I've forgotten. 16th of September. Get you back to school. <laughs> Get the kids back to school if you've got kids. And then come and have fun, basically. The Saturday night. There's still tickets actually available, so you can definitely book that at the moment. Yeah, and we're going to have goodie bags again for the first um, 20 people to arrive. We're going to have best handmade outfit, but obviously it's actually going to be crowning the prom queen. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll just be a really fun. We were saying at this party that actually the like the the bar has been seriously raised for the winner at the first party it was someone's really beautiful dress and now people come and make their like their shoes their bag 
Yeah. A jacket, their dress. Do some embroidery. Hand embroidery. dyeing. Yeah. It's all, it's gone quite high. I mean, the prizes are great though. You generally win a machine. So, worth it. But don't feel like you have to bake that. Most people just make a dress and, and it, and people enter the competition, like, just because it's nice to show off your outfit and tell yeah. everyone what pattern you're wearing and where your fabric's from. And get clapped by like 80 people. When does that ever happen? Yeah. That does, it doesn't happen. So yeah, if you have never been to one before and you're thinking about coming, then please, please, please do. It is like the nicest room of people that you could walk into. Yeah. And lots of people come alone and people always make friends. It's a perfect introduction to the sewing community if you've never been to one. Other, in my list of work updates, the only other thing I've got is that I made a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> if you have TikTok, please follow us. <laughs> we will be doing some. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to give it another go. And I have never made a TikTok, but Molly, who is our youngest team member, <laughs> gave me a little lesson the other last week on my third day back. And then I made a... TikTok of a day in the life of Gemma, our office manager. And it's not great, but go and have a little look. I'm going to try and do some more. Yep. But we are going to be start sharing on them more. Um, and some other like behind the scenesy stuff that we're not going to show on Instagram. Yeah, some more low pressure content. Yeah. <laughs> Which means I'm allowed to. <laughs> yeah, basically. I'll just give it free rate. <laughs> no, I, I got it approved before. I posted. Yeah. So it will be vet, it will be checked. <laughs> Did you know that as well as their sewing machines, Faf also have a range of high-end sewing tools and accessories. We love their scissors that are all forged from German steel. Incredible quality, they'll be with you for a sewing lifetime. So we're going to be doing an episode of the podcast every week. We've got some really interesting, we think, topics that we're going to be covering and guests that we'll hopefully have on. So what are we going to talk about? I won't share the guests because we haven't confirmed <laughs> Give us a chance to do that. <laughs> no, um, as some of them have confirmed, but we'll say that as a surprise. We are going to be talking about our pattern making process. So we have never actually talked about in depth about how we do it. Because if you know me and Rosie, you know we don't actually draft patterns. Mm. Um, a lot of people think that we do draft the patterns. I think it's a bit of a confusion. So maybe yeah, don't worry, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we are not qualified. <laughs> Um, and then we're gonna do a more in-depth one about the lingerie patterns because we get loads of questions about them. They have become like nearly our most popular pattern, but we're gonna talk Mm. about that as well a bit. Um, we get asked which ones sell best and we think it's quite interesting to chat a bit about that, why that is. Yeah. Which ones actually pay for themselves because some of them probably won't ever. Yeah. Um, but we're going to share all of that on some more pattern-focused episodes. We'll do a Q&A again because we always get sent loads of questions. Yeah. And please um, do send us questions if you want anything answered. We'll store them all up. Yeah. Or if you want an episode about something specific, let us know. Um, yeah. yeah, anything. And then we're going to have some guests on to talk about some exciting things yes. as well. But yeah, we're going to be doing an episode every week. Watch this space. Thank you so much for listening and for bearing with us for a year and a half. (laughs) (laughs) The least regular podcast. We promise (laughs) we won't be away so long. (laughs) Thank you.